player or you're new to practicing solo, you've got your game plan. Now what? First, know that you're not alone. It's the fastest growing segment of the legal profession. Welcome to New Solo here on the Legal Talk Network, where you'll learn about practicing law solo. Welcome to New Solo on the Legal Talk Network. We're glad you could listen today to our podcast. I'm Attorney Kyle Gelcher. I'm a solo practitioner from Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, I practice a variety of areas, including civil litigation, business law, entertainment law, intellectual property, and consumer protection law. On New Solo, we're going to talk about all the things you may not have learned in law school if you're a young lawyer and all the things you may be facing if you've left a larger firm and now you're starting out on your own or with colleagues in a smaller firm. Today on New Solo, we'll be joined by two great guests who will educate us about structured settlements and Medicare set-asides and respect young lawyers and or solos. Uh, joining me today is Peter Early. He is a consultant with Ringler Associates. Pete joined Ringler Associates in 2005. He recently became an associate in the firm, and prior to joining Ringler Associates, Pete worked in the U.S. Senate for Senator Lincoln Chafee in Washington, D.C., and lobbied on behalf of the healthcare industry. You can find out more about Pete at ringlerassociates.com. That's R-I-N-G-L-E-R-A-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E-S.com. Welcome to New Solo, Pete. Thanks, Kyle. It's great to be here. Also joining us today is Vincent Polinski. He's the Director of Operations for Ringler Medicare Solutions Incorporated. Welcome to New Solo, Vinny. Thank you very much, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Pete, for all our listeners out there who might not be familiar with what a structured settlement is, can you give us a brief description? Absolutely. Um, What a structured settlement is, is basically an alternative way to resolve a case, generally when there's a personal injury involved. Um, On a case where you have a a PI claimant or a plaintiff, um, as opposed to taking the settlement in a lump sum, um, a structured settlement allows the claimant to take a portion of that in a lump sum and then also put a portion into an annuity, which would pay out either in one or a series of periodic payments in the future. Um, And the benefit of doing it that way is that it, uh, all of those payments remain tax-free, as opposed to if, if one were to invest uh, any of those settlement proceeds on their own, um, any interest accrued on that is taxable. But using a structured settlement, and uh, the, the tax code um, was amended in the 80s to allow this to happen, um, those future payments remain tax-free. So it's, it's uh, a very secure and very safe way um, for a, a a claimant to earn some more interest on their uh, on their settlements and not have to pay taxes on it. Pete, could you give us an uh, overview and uh, help us take a look at the evolving role of the structured broker? Sure. Uh, uh, structured brokers are involved in in many different aspects of of a case now, and and um, you know, like I said, our industry has been around for about thirty years now, um, and. You know, our main goal is to make sure that in, in a case where there's a claimant who needs to prevent the premature dissipation uh, of their funds, our role is to work with them and to work with all the attorneys involved in the case and the insurance carrier um, to make sure that those funds are there uh, when the claimant needs them. But in addition to that, uh, the role of the broker has has really kind of grown over the last couple of years, as as um, or you know maybe the last decade or so, as uh, different issues have come up on cases. For instance, a, uh, a structured broker can be helpful um, if there's a case where there's a, a 
claimant on Medicaid, for instance, um, and one of the concerns is making sure that that person is eligible for public benefits and as a result of the settlement stays eligible for public benefits. Uh, a broker can help, you know, kind of navigate those tricky waters. Um, we can explain tax consequences and, uh, you know, often little more information on other products that are out there to make sure that um, what happens is in the claimant's best interest. And particularly lately, and I think uh, Vinny will have a little bit more to say about this as well, uh, the structure broker and the structure community has become very involved in cases involving Medicare patients um, and protecting Medicare's interests in compliance with the Medicare Secondary Payer Act. Um, so there are a number of companies like Vinny, so I'll let him expand on this a lot more, who, who go into much greater detail. Um, but the structure broker is, is very helpful at a, on a no-cost basis um, if you have a file where there is a Medicare component. Vinny, can you give us a brief overview of what Ringler Medicare uh, Associates uh, Solutions does and what kind of services you offer and uh, who are your clients? Sure, Kyle. Uh, Ringler Medicare Solutions, or as we like to call ourselves, RMS, is a full-service Medicare set-aside allocation provider. We adhere to all Medicare secondary payer guidelines set forth by CMS. CMS is the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which is, as we all know, is a government-run agency. Um, the services we offer, we, we offer Medicare set-aside reports for workers' comp and liability claims for the beneficiary. Um, the allocation report includes all Medicare-covered items for future medical treatments and prescription medication. We also do submission of the MSA report to CMS if that's requested by the client. We do lien search and resolution services. We do medical cost projections. We do MSA revisions if they are necessary, um, not always necessary, but they, they do come up whether, they are, whether those reports are completed by us or we also do them for uh, MSA reports completed by other MSA providers. Uh, we like to say our prices are competitive and we offer volume discounts to our, to our clients. So in a nutshell, the more cases you send us, the better it's going to be cost-effective for the client. Uh, our client base is mainly made up of property and casualty insurance carriers to handle workers' comp and liability claims. We also do a lot of work with plaintiffs and defense firms throughout the country. Uh, we have both national and regional clients throughout the United States. The main reason for this, and, and we owe many thanks to the Ringler Associate Brokers who have opened many doors for us uh, with, with new clients. Um, we, when we came into existence a little over two years ago, uh, one of the great advantages we had as, as a company was our affiliation with Ringler Associates. So I'm very proud when I'm out there making presentations and talking to people every day saying that we are a nationwide company, cover from Maine to Alaska to California to Florida and everywhere in between. Um, that's an advantage that we have, and, and I make sure I make a good point of telling people that when I'm on the road. Vinny, what is a Medicare set-aside or MSA? Uh, an MSA is an allocation of funds created from a settlement of a case. The MSA is built from a portion of the settlement amount used to pay future medical expenses that are related to the injury someone sustains while they're at their place of employment. In other words, if, they, if they're at work, let's say they work at Target, and they slip and fall, you know, that type of injury, something sustained while they are at the place of, that they work. Uh, and these funds are also, they are made up of funds that normally would be paid by Medicare. MSAs are also done on liability cases. Uh, it's a bit more trickier in this, in that setting, in the liability setting, because there are no really strict guidelines set forth by CMS as there are for workers' comp cases. 
just a bit of a background, the Medicare Secondary Payer Act came into existence in 1980 um, to, to make sure that the Medicare trust fund did not run out at some point where Medicare was paying a ton of bills on behalf of clients and not being on cases maybe where they shouldn't have been paying right away. So the, the MSP, Medicare Secondary Payer Act, was put into place to make sure that Medicare wasn't overpaying for, for claims being set forth. The MSA itself, really, we didn't find it came into really being used in existence by, by companies until really until the two, early 2000s. And the reason for that is CMS, once again, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, really didn't put out any guidelines, didn't put any notes about what this was for until the early 2000s. And they, what they do now is they'll send out memos or alerts every few months about changes they're making. So what we do on the RMS side is try to adhere to those guidelines. You know, we're, as, as a full-service MSA company, we're here to help the client. We're here to help attorneys. We're here to help, here to help anybody that, that, uh, that is involved and wants an MSA done. Pete, what is the role of the structure broker in a Medicare set-aside case, and how do you work with companies like Vinny's company? There's there's a, a strong relationship between the annuity side and, and the structure side of Medicare cases and the MSA allocation companies. Um, obviously, uh, Ringler Associates has a, a tie with Ringler Medicare Solutions, but they are two separate companies. And they're, um, you know, I know Vinny has worked with uh, structure brokers outside of, of Ringler, and, and I've worked with a number of uh, MSA companies outside of um, RMS. But but either way, the relationships are strong. Uh, all across. Basically, the way that it works is after a company like Vinny's prepares the Medicare set-aside allocation, um, a large component of that is a projection of future medical costs, costs that Medicare would otherwise be required to pay if not for the settlement. Um, a great way to handle that situation is on the allocation report, they'll break it down on what that cost is going to be on an annual basis. So rather than the carrier paying out a single lump sum to cover, you know, sometimes 20, 30, 40 years of future medicals, they can annuitize that into annual payments. Um, so that's where the structure broker comes in. We'll take a look at the allocation report and a lot of, a lot of carriers, um, or even, uh, plaintiff attorneys will have a system set up where they know who their broker is ahead of time, they know who their allocation company is ahead of time, and those two talk. So all that happens is when an allocation is requested, um, it's prepared and the annuity quote is included right away. Um, there will be a lot of cases where Vinny will send me an email before it will go to the, the carrier or, or to his client saying, you know, we need a quote on this. Um, so, you know, in a lot of these cases where you may be looking at an exposure of $100,000 in future medicals, um, an annuity can be purchased, which does a number of things. It protects um, primarily Medicare um, by the, the claimant getting a annual payment of a smaller amount as opposed to a, a large sum. There is a lesser risk that that money could be used for a purpose other than what it is intended for. Um, by doing it that way, uh, with the annual payments, Medicare has a greater chance of, of recovery of those funds. Um, it also protects all of the parties who are involved in the settlement. Um, Medicare has, like Vinny said, they've been a, a little bit um, not always totally clear in their guidelines, but the one thing that they are very clear on is that 
if they feel that their needs are not protected, they can come after any party involved in the settlement, whether it's the carrier, whether it's the claimant themselves, whether it's the plaintiff attorney. Um, they are on record as saying that, that no one has safe harbor if they feel that, that their needs were not accounted for. Using a structured settlement to annuitize the future payments on a Medicare claim helps provide an extra layer of protection so that you know, all of the parties can say, we took this extra step as a good faith effort to make sure that we were considering Medicare's interests when settling this claim. Vinny, why would it be advantageous for someone to have a Medicare set-aside or MSA? Well, Kyle, this, uh, this is a good follow-up to, to what Pete just said. The, the MSA protects Medicare's interests. That's, that's the main point. Uh, nobody wants to be audited by the federal government. I, don't, I certainly don't. I'm sure you guys don't. So the MSA protects Medicare's interest as well as the claimant, the client, and the attorneys involved. The, what we run across at RMS is, is, is some attorneys you know, are somewhat resistant to doing MSAs or getting involved in MSAs because they're not just, just not fully educated on them. It's, not, it's because it's a rather new thing to them. You know, Pete and I attended a conference uh, about a month ago in New Hampshire, and we've received, we received a ton of questions on workers' comp and liability, liability MSAs. It's a it's a greater, it's a great unknown out there, and, and you know, once you explain the advantages, and once you, you know, you get into a conference with somebody and explain the advantages of having an MSA, you can see the the light bulb go over, you know, over over their head, and they understand. Um, also, having the MSA approved by CMS adds another layer of protection for all parties involved. Now, getting the MSA approved by CMS isn't a requirement, but it's it's a good thing to have because, you know, that piece of paper that you can stick in the file is proof positive that you have had every, you know, proper protocols and you have CMS's approval on that MSA. And once again, if the MSA, um, the funds are set up, you know that that person is going to be hopefully spending that money properly. And that which leads me to my next point of, and this is, this part is used on, a lower percentage of cases, but it's growing, and that is professional administration. Professional administration is the option of, of having a third party handle the administration of the funds. Now, this is used for primarily in cases where somebody has a catastrophic brain injury, if they're very elderly, if, they're, if there is some reason that they cannot administer the funds properly on their own. Um, we have, we have uh, relationships set up with other companies they provide professional administration. It's a very good option. It, it, there's a company that, that right now you, you get a card and you, you take it into, you know, the doctor's office or a pharmacy, and you use that card specifically for the MSA fund. So, it, you know, that's, you know, those are just a few of the advantages. Um, obviously, I'm very biased because I work for an MSA company. So, um, but those are just a few of the advantages of having an MSA. Pete, how can a structure broker be an asset to a solo or a young lawyer, and what would be the cost? Well, and that's that's a great question. I'm glad you asked it because um, Vinny's company is is and their rates are competitive, and and it, but it's a fee based service. A structured settlement consultant will never be uh, someone who would bill anybody involved. Um, our we we pay our bills from a commission that comes from from the life insurance company after an annuity has been purchased. So to bring a structure broker into a file is always going to be something that is at no cost to any of the parties involved, which is one of the uh, the really nice things about what we do is that, you know, any way we get involved at any point 
in the, in the negotiations, it's not something that's ever going to show up or, or be a billable expense. Um, and there are a number of ways that that within that framework, a structure broker can help. Um, they, they can help with the negotiations, whether that's providing another option, um, you know, as a, a way to look at settling a case by using an annuity. Um, again, you know, meeting with the claimant directly to kind of figure out what what their needs are and what their future um, interests may be to make sure that um, we're setting up a customized annuity that best meets that person's need. Um, but like I said before, there are also a number of benefits that don't apply strictly to um, the traditional definition of a structured settlement, whether that's uh, maintaining someone's public benefit status, if it's a Medicaid or a welfare recipient, um, you know, dealing with the Medicare issues, our relationship with RMS obviously gives us a, uh, a large um, chance to help people who, who are on Medicare um, and are kind of curious, and especially the attorneys, because like Vinny said, um, they're there's a lot going on with the Medicare world, and, and we're involved in that every day. Um, so if it's questions about Medicare, about whether a Medicare set-aside is required, um, about what the you know whether it needs to be approved, those kind of things are all things that a structure broker can help out with uh, without any uh, cost to the file. And the other thing is, um, by using our um, our annuity products and and um, consulting ability, um, we're often able to really maximize uh, the settlement dollars. You know, they they always say that that a good compromise leaves everybody unhappy. But hopefully, you know, after a a, a settlement is reached, we can take those funds and and really uh, make the the most out of them to to do really what's in the claimant's best interest. We need to take a short break, but when we return, more with Pete Early and Vinnie Polinsky. Tired of all the headaches of running your law firm? Want to spend your time doing what really matters? Then you need PC Law. PC Law from LexisNexis is the legal industry's best-selling matter, billing, and accounting software. It has never been easier to manage your law firm and serve your clients. Get back to doing what matters to you. For a free trial, go to PCLaw.com slash radio. That's PCLaw.com slash radio. Or call us at 800-685-2161 today. Want to stay in touch with the Legal Talk Network and get our shows automatically? RSS provides home delivery. You don't have to remember where to click. The good stuff comes right to you automatically and free. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and hit the RSS button at the top of the page. It says our podcast feeds. Now you'll be all set. If you like listening to New Solo, you might also like the Unbillable Hour on LegalTalkNetwork.com. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to New Solo on the Legal Talk Network. Today, we're joined by Pete Early, a consultant with Ringler Associates, and Vinnie Polinsky, Director of Operations for Ringler Medicare Solutions Incorporated. Pete and Vinny, this is a joint question. Uh, how uh, are you educating solo attorneys or young lawyers on the value of a structured settlement for their clients? And uh, how are you getting the word out? And in addition, could you talk to us a little bit about non-traditional uses for a structured settlement? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, a, a large part of of both my job and Vinny's job relative to uh to what it is we individually do is is marketing um getting the word out um telling people about uh, both the the products that that we have and and how that they can help people um and I think uh lawyers especially and and young lawyers 
people new to the business or people kind of starting out on their own, um, you know, can be a, kind of a hard market to reach. Um, and I think that, you know, op- an opportunity like this is a great one um, for us to kind of get our word out and, and let people know what it is that we do. Um, we, we, both of us do a, a number of speaking engagements, things like that, that allow us to kind of meet with people. Like, like Vinny said, he and I recently um, did a presentation for the New Hampshire Bar Association. Um, I've spoken um, a number of times to the New Hampshire Association for Justice. Um, and next month, I think it's next month, I'm going down to speak at the uh, Defense Research Institute's Young Lawyers Group. Um, you know, we are uh, really very neutral um, in, in this process. Uh, we are a, a third party that, that doesn't have a horse in the race, so to speak. Um, so we try to present and, and get our word out there as much as we can to all sides of the industry um, about what it is that we do and, and how we can help all sides to resolve a case. Yeah, and and I would and just to follow along the lines of what Pete just said, um, I found you know a, a great majority of our clients, and it's a it's a rather higher percentage than I actually expected when we first started up, are you know plaintiff and defense firms. So you know if those are our target clients, we need to you know make sure these folks that we're dealing with on a day to day basis are educated. Um, one of the one of the things that we're involved with now on the RMS side is is the um, is a group claims litigation and management, which is pretty much all attorneys. It's attorneys and MSA firms, structure firms. Um, that's what I'm going to be going down to Atlanta this week to to have a conference with them. Their client base, it's all young attorneys and, and defense firms, and it's it's a continuous education process for for our folks to learn about MSAs and and the advantages of using them. So the the Marketing materials that we hand out at conferences, the conferences that we attend, personal on, on-site visits for training and education, it's only a good thing. It only works, you know, it works well for people that are, have a lot of questions about MSAs and structures and, and just don't know what their next move is or what their best move is for their client. So the more information we can get out there, the more people we can meet with in person and talk to on the phone and hand out our marketing materials to learn more about us, the better off we'll both be as companies. Pete and Vinny, uh, again, another joint question. I like to ask this question to all of my guests. What is the best advice you've ever received? Well, the, uh, that's a good question, Kyle, and I'm, I'm glad you asked that. Um, there's a quote that my wife actually passed on to me a few years back, and I've always liked it. And, it's, it, and the quote goes, It is better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than have an opportunity and not be prepared. So I make it a daily goal of mine to be prepared. Now, obviously... You know, I've worked with a lot of very smart, intelligent people over the years, Pete included. Um, but, you know, you, you go in this business, it's a unique business. The structures in MSA, MSA world is a unique little niche niche of, of, of the insurance industry. So you're never going to know exactly what each day holds and what kind of curveballs will be thrown your way. But if you're prepared and at least are ready for things as they come your way, you're, you're that much better for it. I make it my daily goal, you know, just going back to what I said a little earlier, to help people out. That's my, as my position of director of, of operations with RMS is to help people, to help individuals, you know, with questions, to help them get their MSA report completed on time. So it's always good. It's a, it's a thing that I live by and try to, to impart to people I know, always be prepared. There's going to be things you don't know are going to come along, but if you're prepared, at least you're in a better position to do so. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a, a piece of advice, but there's a, a proverb I, I think about a lot when I'm, I'm doing my day-to-day business about uh, an old man who walked up on a beach, and there was a young man there, and the beach was littered with starfish. And uh, he was the old man was picking them up and throwing them into the water one by one, and, and, and the old man said to the young man, well, well why do you bother? There's so many, it's not going to make a difference. And he, the young man picked up another one and threw it into the water, and he said, well, it made a difference to that one. And that's kind of something I think about as I go about my business every day. And, you know, it's uh, um, a lot of times we're called in on, on files and claims where, you know, people have um, have suffered some sort of a loss. And um, all we can do is try and do what we can with our limited resources to kind of get their lives back on track and make their lives a little bit better. Um, and if we can make a difference to, to those people, then, then I'm doing my job. And I guess another piece of advice I received long before I came into this business was, uh, if you like what you do, you'll never work a day in your whole life. And, uh, I, that's definitely true for me. I, you know, I, I really enjoy what I do and, uh, I'm glad that I get to help people in, in the limited way that I can. And it, uh, makes getting up for work every morning a little bit more fun. Well, that about does it for this edition of New Solo. Remember, you can find all of our shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com. You can also subscribe to this program through iTunes. And a very special thanks to my guests, Pete Early and Vinny Polinsky, for joining me today. Uh, Pete and Vinny, if someone wants to uh, wants more information on today's topic, how can they reach you? Uh, you can always find more information on our website. Like Kyle said, that's RinglerAssociates.com, R-I-N-G-L-E-R. Um, or you can always contact me directly. Uh, my phone number is 603-423-0055. Um, or you can shoot me an email. Uh, my email address is pearly, so it spells pearly, at RinglerAssociates.com. Yep. And For more information on the uh, MSA side, people can go to our website. It's RinglerMedicareSolutions.com, all one word. And our contact information is listed there. We also have MSA and CMS-related articles, and we have a whole section related to uh, frequently asked questions. Uh, My direct phone number, I can be reached on it 24-7-781-775-2393. That's my direct number. And my email address is v as in Vinny, Polinsky, P-O-L-I-N-S-K-Y, at RinglerAssociates.com. And, of course, you can contact me directly at Kyle at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We're out of time, and I would like to thank our, our sponsor, PC Law by LexisNexis. For a free trial, go to PCLaw.com backslash radio. That's PCLaw.com backslash radio. Join us next time for a new uh, for another episode of New Solo here on the Legal Talk Network. Have a great day, everyone. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to New Solo today. Hope you'll listen to next month's edition with attorney Kyle Gelcher right here on the Legal Talk Network. And a reminder to check out Firm Manager at MyFirmManager.com forward slash LTN. It's a business solution for lawyers created by lawyers from LexisNexis. If you're a lawyer running a solo or small firm and you're looking for other lawyers to talk through issues you're currently facing in your practice, join the Unbillable Hours Community Roundtable, a free virtual event on the third Thursday of every month. 
lawyers from all over the country come together and meet with me, lawyer and law firm management consultant Christopher T. Anderson, to discuss best practices on topics such as marketing, client acquisition, hiring and firing, and time management. The conversation is free to join, but requires a simple reservation. The link to RSVP can be found on the unbillable hour page at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We'll see you there.